Welcome to episode 31 of the Military Bottom Line Podcast. Thanks, guys, for tuning in today. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, there is no episode this week. Um, it's just me. Unfortunately, I uh, I planned a little bit late, had a cancellation, and, and didn't end up getting a guest on for this week. So my fault, my apologies for being a little bit behind as I closed up the semester and um, didn't have one for you guys this week. But definitely wanted to still take the opportunity to thank you all for tuning in for listening to the podcast, for providing feedback. And, uh, and it's been really encouraging to hear everybody who has given me feedback, um, you know, provide that and uh, show gratitude and, and you know, express um, their hope for me continuing. So uh, it means a lot, and I've enjoyed the process, and, and I'm, I'm stoked to hear that it has been helping out some people with their, their decision on how to join or uh, make the most while they're already in. So I really appreciate you guys, um, you guys contributing and, and staying in the loop with this. I figured I'd take this opportunity to kind of like if I were to, you know, if this were to ever happen again, we'll do kind of like segments where I can talk a little bit about myself and my experience. Um, just like shorter, uh, intermittent, you know, stories, I guess. And we'll start with the beginning of how and why I ended up in the Marine Corps in the first place. So if that interests you, stick around. <clears throat> so why did I join the Marine Corps? Um, so I was in, I grew up in New England, in Vermont specifically. Some of you may know, some of you may not. Um, but I was like, <laughs> I was a little bit of a turd in high, in high school. Uh, but, you know, my parents w- would comment on how lazy I was growing up. Uh, <laughs> uh, I honestly did not care much about anything other than like snowboarding, skateboarding and like playing video games and stuff like that. So I was by no means, uh, a a good student in high school. And so like, I, you know, I think I, I think I graduated with like a two, four, two, six, maybe if that, um, so mostly C's and B's, nothing spectacular. I think, um, you know, growing up, I, I always wanted to be a doctor because they, you know, I thought they made good money. So like, that's what I wanted to do, but I had no, I didn't have the work ethic or really anything else to back up, back that up. I just wanted to do it for the money. Um, but when it came down to, you know, like junior year, when everybody else is taking the SATs, ACTs and like applying to college, you know, I took these tests and I was just kind of like falling in line with what was like, you know, every, what was everybody else doing? What's the next step and how, you know, how am I supposed to move forward? Um, knowing I hated school. I mean, I, I absolutely, absolutely hated it. Um, and so, you know, I was taking these tests, kind of prepping, throwing out some, some applications and things. And then like, I just kind of had a moment where I realized like, oh yeah, like as a kid, I really liked playing airsoft. I liked watching military movies. I like that. I forgot that that was an option. Uh, so the idea just kind of like came back to me cause it had been there like once or twice before. Um, and so I kind of like took a pause from the whole application thing and I started making calls to the local recruiting office. Um, I remember I talked to the army, I was pursuing the air force, um, uh, mostly because it just kind of seemed like 
the best decision. I didn't really have much to go off of. Uh, I don't have a, a family history of being in the military or anything like that. My grandfather was in <clears throat> World War II and War and uh, Korean War in the Navy, but um, you know, I I never like learned anything about the military from him or anything like that. So <clears throat> I don't. Uh, I didn't come from a military background. Uh, so the 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 idea of it and the reality of it was pretty foreign to me. It kind of just seemed like a good idea based on movies, I guess. <laughs> uh, with very limited information. So so I started pursuing um, the Air Force. I started like trying to, you know, set up meetings and see if they would talk to me. And I was like pretty convinced I was joining the Air Force. And you had a couple. Meetings with him. Uh, I was 17 when I was doing this all. And so um, I was getting like closer and closer to finally just sign the papers. I don't know why it was taking me so long. Mostly probably because I was 17 and my parents weren't like too thrilled on the idea. And so eventually I was like, all right, let's just do this. And uh, I remember that the Air Force recruiter did not show up to um, our, our meeting. And it was like, a significant meeting where I was like, I was, I was ready to do this. Um, and he just, I, he never showed up. And so I'm waiting outside of his office. And most of the time recruiting offices are all kind of like next to each other. It's like one building that, that all the recruiting offices are in. And, uh, I remember I was standing out in the cold waiting for, <laughs> waiting for my air force recruiter to show up. He's not answering his calls. He's not answering his texts. So I'm just like standing out there in the cold and then I hear this voice like, Hey man, you know, want to come inside and, and wait in the warmth. And, uh, and I look it up and I look up and I, I see this guy in his, you know, in his Marine Corps uniform. And I didn't think anything about it. I didn't think, I didn't think anything about it. I'm just like, Oh yeah, this is, you know, nice of you. Let me, let me come inside and hang out in the warmth. <laughs> Little did I know <laughs> he had an agenda. Um, so while I was, Waiting, continuing to wait for the Air Force recruiter, uh, sitting in the Marine Corps office. Um, obviously, they start striking up a conversation. They see me as like just, you know, ripe for the pickings kind of thing. You know, I was already signed up for the Air Force, so they th- they knew I was halfway there. But I had never, I never dreamed of or even thought of the of the Marine Corps. Like I was, I was a little runt back then, so I was probably like five. I don't know, probably like five, seven, five, eight, 150 pounds. I was like, I was a small kid, um, at 17. And so like, I never thought I could, I could hack it in the Marine Corps. And, um, and so they just, they just started working their magic. I don't even remember what they said. Um, uh, but at the end of the day, they kind of, they, you know, like most people, they sell you on, like, you can't do it. Like you're not, you, you won't, you won't pass. You won't make it through. And so I think I had like a, a subconscious, like I was competitive, even though I didn't really care about much. Like there were things that brought out the competitive nature in me. And, and apparently that was one of them. So after a couple, I mean, it was winter, I signed up in May. So it, it probably took a couple of months um, on top of like the Marine Corps convincing me. Uh, I also had to convince my parents. And so, I, since I was 17, I required my parents um, to sign the contract with me because I was not yet 18. 
And so like from my parents' perspective, which I, I'm probably, I kind of want to have my dad or my mom on here at some point to get their perspective on it and let them tell their story from, the, <laughs> from their side of it. Cause uh, that would be interesting. But um, like I said, I was, I was kind of a bum in, in high school and, and even before that. And so they, you know, they were worried because I had never stuck with anything longer than like a couple months. Like I would, I, I played every sport available, but never played it long enough to like get good at it. I'd be good enough. And then I'd kind of like move on to the next thing. I just kind of got bored a lot. And so, um, so they were hesitant to sign for me because they knew it was a four year contract and they knew there was no way out. Uh, this was 2010 timeframe. So there was still plenty of conflict going on in the middle East. And so that, I think that, you know, it was obviously an additional concern for them. Um, but I think that they realized once I started showing my abnormally high level of interest and like high level of commitment into looking into this career route or like post high school route, um, you know, they, they eventually came around. And so they signed me, I was, you know, 17 and a half ish. Um, and so it was, they basically determined that either I sit around and do nothing until I turn 18 and then I go sign on my own or they can sign for me and I can actually get this ball rolling. Cause I was convinced at that point that I was, I was going to sign up. And so it didn't really matter if they had my, if I had their signature or not, um, I was eventually going to sign up like with or without them. So it was nice of them to finally come around and agree to signing. Cause otherwise I would have even waited. I would have waited even longer. Like I had waited, I think I was in the debt for like almost a year already just cause of that. That's how it worked. The debt being delayed entry program. Uh, for those of you that don't know is basically the time period from when you sign your contract to when you actually leave for boot camp. So depending on uh, availability openings that could range anywhere from a day to a year is the max. I believe it can, it can take. So, um, so yeah, so I, I joined the Marine Corps. I was hoping to do Intel, uh, mostly because I watched a lot of the board movies <laughs> and I thought that like being in that room with all the satellite imagery and the, you know, tracking of different individuals looked really cool. Um, you know, I, I didn't have the, like I wasn't pursuing like a combat MOS. I wasn't pursuing combat at all. Um, and you know, at 17, like that worried me more than anything, but I was still willing to, to, you know, do it, I guess if it, you know, presented itself to me. Um, but yeah, Intel was the goal. And I remember I, I kind of screwed it up cause I got a, I got a speeding ticket and I missed the D lab test which D-Lab at the time, they're saying I had to take the D-Lab test, which is basically a test to determine how well you can, like what's your aptitude for learning a language. And so because the whole linguist job field falls under Intel in the Marine Corps, they wanted me to take that test in order to see like, you know, what my aptitude for that was. And so because I got the speeding ticket, I had a court date, whatever, whatever, um, I mean, it was all kind of a blur and in hindsight, it shouldn't have played out the way it did, but like, I think my recruiter just kind of wanted me to fill another 
roll and like get me out of there. I don't really, I don't really know. But um, like it didn't really matter. I just didn't get to take the test. They didn't really care about the speeding ticket. I just didn't get to take the test for Intel. So because of how often the test was offered, it would have taken like way too long to then schedule for the next test to then, you know, see if I qualified and yada, yada, yada. So they, you know, they basically kind of just like pushed me along, said, hey, here are some, I, you know, open opportunities, open jobs. And so one of them was legal admin. Um, and at this point, like, you know, like I said, like I, I wasn't, I, I didn't push myself as much as I do now. And so like, if this happened now, I would know, I would look into the options more. I wouldn't just kind of take their word for it and say, okay, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go find out like if I want Intel and the Marine Corps is not going to give it to me, then I'll go to a different branch or like I would be much more rigorous in like pursuing what I want and knowing that there's a way to get it. So, but at the time, 17 year old, like, you know, I just, I just wanted to go at that point. I was kind of, you know, I was still lazy um, and still just kind of took their word for it. And so I ended up doing a legal admin um, contract that somehow ended me, well, we'll save that for the next period of me not having a guest and telling you about my story. So that's a little bit about me. (laughs) Um, But I definitely want to kind of incrementally tell you guys about my military experience, uh, just so you guys know who the host is and how I got to where I am. So uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that little blurb of my enlistment and how I got there. And um, I'm really stoked that you guys have been listening, and I hope you'll continue to listen. So we'll see you guys next week, and I'll have a guest for you guys next week. Later.